Walker Kessler has his best night of the year for the Utah Jazz, but an extensive amount of turnovers in the second quarter derail any chance for a Jazz victory in Chicago. We're talking about it next on Postcast here from the Windy City. You are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Utah Jazz fall in Chicago, 130-113 to in a game in which the Jazz started hot. They hit five of their opening six shots, or four of their opening five threes. They led it 16-12. to That The Bulls' offense was great in that first quarter, had an offensive rating of 154. By halftime, the Jazz were down 14 because in that second quarter, the Jazz turned it over 11 times, leading to 20 Bulls points off of turnovers. Then in the third, by the end of the third, the Jazz were down 20, and they lose it. 130 to 13, 130 to 113 as this game really at that point was done. Let's go to the second quarter sequence where it really fell apart. Uh, they turned it over in five of their first six possessions. Chris Dunn has two of them. THT has two of them. Ochai has one of them. And then it just continues for the whole quarter. But really, it was five of their first six possessions of the second quarter. They were driving into traffic and losing the basketball. It was crazy. Like unforced errors. I mean, guys dribbling and dribbling in traffic, getting the ball deflected or getting up in the air with nowhere to go and, and, and throwing it to to the defense. And boy, in that first, in that, in that second quarter, 10 turnovers, 20 points, and boy, the and ball game is over. And get really outscored. The night, the, and you only get the outscore 29 to 20 in that quarter. Right. And that really is the end of the night at that point for the Jazz when they, when they lose at that point. I mean, you're down 14 and then. I just think there's, you know, collectively as a group right now, you've got a bunch of good guys, high character guys, but they don't have collective success as a group that they can go into their back pocket in their reservoir of experience as a group and collectively say, okay, we're going to be okay because we did this. And I think that's really obvious right now that this group doesn't have that because when things are getting unraveled, they're really unraveling. So, and, what you're saying is there's no identity to this team. Okay, there are some teams that's okay. We're physical. They're going to foul you. I mean, they're not going to let you get to the paint. They're not I'm just. But the Jazz have nothing like that. I mean, they play basketball. Uh, for the most part, they do it very, very well. Tonight, a lot of turnovers. But uh, it's it's not just all about executing your offense or executing your defense or something. There there has to be a certain identity that this team has that your opponents respect or you're in the scouting report for. They also just don't have – Lowry's been great. Um, yes. But you need somebody else who can kind of like when things are going – like I call it the Kirby Puckett factor. Remember Kirby Puckett? Kirby Puckett. Like Minnesota Kirby Puckett twins. twins. Kirby Puckett walked on the, like into the locker room in like game six of the World Series and walked in – good to see you, Adam. Keep it up. Uh, walked into the World Series and said, game six – Hey, just jump on my back tonight and get ready for tomorrow. And that's the night where he hits a home run to win it. Like, part of this is you got to have a guy like that, right? The Bulls have a little bit of that in DeMar DeRozan where, like, if things start to go awry, well, we're okay because we got this. And Lowry's been great, but they don't have a second piece right now that they can really rely on to make plays for them. Jordan is just so far a shadow of what we know him to be. Three of 14 tonight, one of eight from three. And he's the logical next choice to do it, but it's not something he's comfortable with. And you can see, listen to Will, listening to him talk and listening to some of the things he wants to accomplish with this basketball team. Uh, They're slow getting it done. Um, Once the system starts to work, I think, with what the personnel that the Jazz have, then we'll probably see a much better 
brand of basketball. So a bunch of comments about the defense is terrible, and it was. Like, yes. that's true. So this is a little complicated. I want to get – got to be a little careful on how much we share here um, because there's a level of confidence that we get access to a lot of things. But I want to yeah. try to see if I can make sense out of this for you guys a little bit. I think there was a feeling – from the coaching staff that in the early games they were playing a defensive style that for the long term and the long term is 30 games from now 90 games from now 200 games from now was not a defensive style that was going to lead them to be their best when this all comes together this is a process right we're in a three or four year process we have been we just did it really really well in the first year and so we all got super excited so there was a feeling from the coaching staff a little bit that, like, you know what? Like, the way we're playing right now is just not going to be an answer for the long term. And so there were some fairly significant, massive adjustments made in the last 48 hours. And asking guys to make those adjustments on the fly against an NBA team coming at you is super hard. So the fact that the defensive rating was like a 154 in the first half and a 134 in the second and by halftime and a 136 at the end of the third, all brutal. Not stunning. Like, we kind of almost got a tip that, like, hey, this could be hard for us to pick up, but we actually have some practice time right now. We have some time to do this. And for us to be at our best, eventually, this is what we got to do. So there were some changes made, and I have to go back and rewatch how they did them. The half-court defense wasn't great, so it might not have been great. I mean, the fact is it's really hard to play defense when you turn it over as much as they did. Yeah, and, and I was watching. I mean, there were times when they, they did it, they thought about it. it um, the players out there that was responsible for it thought about it and got it done. Uh, and then there was times when they didn't. Uh, and, but, you know, these are professional basketball players. They're going to uh, – and I'm talking about the Chicago Bulls and, and guys that they'll be pl- playing against were able to break it down, you know, because collectively it just wasn't solid enough to make it happen. Here's the we one. talk about shrinking the floor. Yeah, talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Well, shrinking the floor, what, what they were meaning is that uh, they want to force a certain way and then shrink the middle. You know, th- that way you're always going out instead of having to go over the top and underneath and all that. But you just shrink the floor so those passing lanes aren't there when you're forcing a certain way. Uh, and that shrinks the floor. So – there were some good things tonight. Like, I know it doesn't feel like it, but I thought one thing was interesting. We've not played pick and roll. We're playing about the 29th in pick and roll rate. We played a li- it felt like we played a lot more pick and roll tonight, and I, th- I saw some really good things on the offensive end of the pick and roll. Keontae and Walker. Keontae looks comfortable on the pick and roll. John Collins was doing some interesting things on the pick and roll. Like, I wonder if that we're going to see a little bit more pick and roll out of this offense moving forward. Well, I think probably, yes. I, prob- I do think that. Um but you need, first of all, you need a good pick setter. Yeah. You know, the guys are going to use the pick. Uh, and you need two guys that can make the pick work, which means that Kessler setting a, 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 a playing the pick and roll has to lead to a, a second option. A pick and roll with Larry Market, and you get you get a, a mark, you got an option right away because he can he can he can roll or he can space and, and shoot three. So just knowing your personnel with the, with with the pick and roll, I, you know, if you can make that happen. Lowry's really been great. Like he's been. Absolutely I mean, the fact great. that La- what Lowry's doing right now is scoring twenty nine points, twenty six seven points a game. With honestly, like, no offense to his teammates, but like nobody else is on the scouting report right now. Yeah. Like, well, the only thing that's on the scouting report that's actually really interesting and worth keeping an eye on is our guys are driving into the paint 
And DeRozan was just doubling. Whoever DeRozan was guarding, I'm, I'm curious to go rewatch this game. Whoever DeRozan was guarding, he just left him and went in the paint. He had four steals in the first half, just doubling our guy, whoever drove in the paint. So our guys are getting in the paint. No one's leaving Kessler. No one's leaving. Everyone's leaving Kessler. They're leaving Collins. And now they're leaving whoever's on the perimeter. And there's three, four guys surrounded every single guy in the paint. And that's probably why we have so many turnovers. I, I, it's going to take some guys making some shots or doing some things to spread out the defenses to have this go away. Yeah. yeah it, it's just got to get better playing both ends of the floor. I mean, just that's the bottom line. And, and um, off to a very slow start, I think this is the start we thought we were getting into last season. Yeah. And this season, it's uh, we're just a year late. Walker, I thought, was the best he's been. He was super frustrated after the game, and it really took, like, two guys to kind of come up and perk him up. But 15 points, 15 rebounds, four block shots, 11 offensive rebounds tonight, tipping it around an awful lot. He gets five of 12 shooting because a lot of those kind of shots um, when it goes up to the rim. But I thought he was – I thought he was really – I thought he had a really nice night tonight. Yeah, he had a beautiful night. I mean, anytime you get upset because you miss a little jump hook, you know, and, and, and uh, felt so bad coming off the floor – should have been an easy two, but, you know, he missed it. But, but for the most part, he played a solid basketball game. We had four block shots there as well. Lacey seems to be a little concerned about me that I'm willing to rewatch this game. I'm only rewatching the first Hi, half. Hi, Lacey. Lacey. Um, so I don't want to belabor this point because it's done by everybody else enough, but just it's worth noting our starting guards tonight, five of 19 from the field, two of 11 from three, 10 assists, 10 turnovers, Zero free throw attempts. That's tough. That's awfully tough. Hard to win that way. So we'll have to try to figure something out there. Um, congratulations to Colin Sexton. He has the one positive plus minus tonight. Um, he was on the closing lineup. that was plus five. Our two stars tonight, I guess, I'm assuming, are Lowry and Walker. Without a doubt. I mean, no one's, no one else is even close. Uh, Kelly, 13.7 rebounds, eight assists. Probably deserves a little some love there. All right, tough one. Jazz fall to two and six, and in four of the eight, it's been ugly. So that is not a great trend. We'll see if they can figure it out. Um, we're going to Indiana. I mean, who cares? They only scored 154 tonight. So we're going to bring the last-rated half click of a button to a team that runs the most pick and roll against the last-rated pick and roll defense, and they scored 154. I'm taking the Jazz. <laughs> That's just the way sports work. I'm taking the Jazz. See ya.